So after five years with the Pelicans, which I didn't even realize five it had been five years, Alvin Gentry was let go Saturday afternoon, I'm guessing, New Orleans time. Sound about right. Um, he made playoffs twice. Once, my, once, once, my bad. He made playoffs once as a six seed. They put out um, Portland in his first round. They swept him, actually. Then they missed the playoffs the next year. Um, how do you how do you grade Alvin Gentry's time in New Orleans? F. F. Um, High F, low F, just F. F. I, I, I didn't realize he had been there five years, and I just kind of thought about it. And, um, <clears throat> you know, he had, had Anthony Davis for four of those years. Then this year with Zion, and that, that that just ended up being a complete mess, honestly. Mm-hmm. And then how bad they looked in the bubble. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't really get anything done there, honestly. So I, mean, I'm, I guess that's blunt to the point, but yeah. I don't think he accomplished nothing. I think he's a great uh, assistant coach. He's a good yeah. basketball player. Sure. Alvin Gentry is not a great head coach. He's had multiple opportunities. I'd be surprised if he gets another job, another head coaching, coaching job. Yeah. But assistant coach or even uh, somebody that talks on um, ESPN or something like that. I think he has good offensive schemes. Yeah, he, he run is. Good, he is. He's good, good offensive schemes. I can see him going to Houston if they hold on to uh, Dan Tony because you would like Dan Tony to maybe go back to Golden State and be help. He was be yeah. Kirk. When I think about it, you know, that's how he got the job, helped him. They won the championship or whatever. So shout out to Evan Gentry because he's not he's not a terrible just coach we have a basketball mind. He's not a good head coach. And, and I, I think the one thing <clears throat> excuse me, I think the one thing he fumbled this year was um Zion Williams playing time. Yeah. And keeping Zion in shape and engaged. And I get it, he did get hurt at the beginning of the season. He did get hurt in preseason. He did get hurt in summer league. But I don't think I I think you, when you come into the season and you know he's going to be on a minutes restriction, you should try your best to get the most out of those minutes. And I don't think he ever did that. Mm-hmm. I, we talked about that the other day. And even like uh, with Portland, how Nurk is on a minutes restriction, mm-hmm. but they make sure he's in there when it matters, you know, the last five minutes of the fourth. Hell, he played damn near the whole fourth quarter the other day. Right. Yeah. So, uh, Thank you. yeah. So, shout out average injury. He lasted five years. They back. They basically let him play out his contract though, because he he got fired. But I'm pretty sure his contract wasn't more than five oh, years yeah, old. Right. He, they probably just didn't keep him on yeah. or whatever. So, so hey, he'll bounce back. Right. Yeah. And on that note, I'm John Debbie. We are the Hoopers. And uh, and other coaches named let go. Chicago also let their coach go. Jim Boyer let go. I don't really know how I feel about that. I don't know if he was such a bad coach. Like or if such if no, I'm not saying like I don't know if he was a good coach. But it was his first year, also. Second, well, second first full year. I think he was the interim last year. Mm. I think he picked up after our Western name got fired. But I don't. I think he has a young, talented team. But I think they don't play as hard as they could. Right. Like Laurie Markinen, who you know I'm very, very high on. I think he's going to be good once he figures it all out, put it all together. I think he got lazy and started shooting a lot of threes last year mm-hmm. on top of being hurt. Yeah, I was going to say he started off hurt also. Uh, so, yeah. Zach Levine, who I do think is on his way to being a top six or five shooting guard, he doesn't give effort on both sides a lot. Time, like, right. and sometimes he makes yeah, the game harder. At one point. Yeah, I mean, sometimes he makes the game harder than what he could. Like, he gets an easy 25, honestly. Like, Dude, like Zach. Zach is like – he's like the easy conference Devin Booker. Um – I guess Zach, he's never really had to carry the load, so he's learning how to put up the numbers and right. carry the load also. Right. Zach, Zach can hoop 
I, I don't know. I, I wonder what direction Chicago mm-hmm. wants to go I will in. say this. I can't excuse him for not starting Kobe White at some point of the season. Yeah. Having Kobe White come off the bench behind Zatoransky was a big mistake. Because yeah. like, Kobe White should have been. He should have started him, and he should have been campaigning for rookie of the year. And like he, he showed he had that ability. Right too. And like I always say, well, if you're not going to start Kobe White, if Chris Dunn is healthy, at least start Chris Dunn. Nah, they should start Kobe White. He, he should have been full on developing their young players and playing their young players. It should have been Kobe White, Zach, Laurie Markin, and, and um, what's the center? Wendell Carter. Wendell Carter. They should have been playing a lot of minutes. I know they were hurt, but when they were out there, they should have been out there. Nah, that shit, how it goes, future. But we'll be interested to see what direction they're going uh, and where they end up in the draft, also. Who they draft. Oh, for one more thing. <clears throat> Excuse me, Vladi Divac also stepped down. That's the KGM over the weekend as yeah, well. And their interim is uh, Joe Dumars. Uh, Sacramento, that's what they're going to do. They've been a shithole for a long time. Yeah, but they say they're going to keep Lou Wallen. Donald though. Trump. Huh? They say they're going to keep Lou Wallen, though. Like they gonna, uh, they gonna, they I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I'm not. Like, I, think, I think he's going to be a decent coach once he figures it all out. I think he's still a young coach and still. Like he knows what he wants to do, but he hasn't figured out how to do it yet. I know that sounds crazy for him to say about an NBA coach, but I think he has the potential to be a good coach. It's on Sacramento's players to step up. Marvin Bagley has to be healthy. Darren Fox has to be healthy. Buddy Hill has to play. You can't just go through straight. Like so, what people get confused with with the game. What's hard about it is the consistency of being like really good every night. Like every night, really, really being good, and that's like what separates people. You got to choose when you want to do that. So, buddy, like it's cool that he could be good for stretches, and he can average twenty, he can show over forty. But you go through too many stretches where he, I mean, he got benched for a reason this year, right? And I mean, I, I also they, they, he 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 said he wanted to get paid, and they ended up paying him more than he asked for. So at some point, is it, it is on you, you know? So, right? And I agree with yeah. that consistency because at some point you play so many games, you do so many moves, the defenders know what you're going to do. But as an offensive player, it does you know? Are you still going to make those shots? Are you still going to get to your spot? And when you're not doing that consistently, the, the person, the player that is, which happens to be Baby Bogey, he's going to get the start. He's going to get the spot. And he's like saying, you get all that money, you have to you have to prove it at some point. Sacramento, I think they probably draft a wing, depending on what pick they get. They um, shoot, they should be in a lottery, I would guess. Yeah. So they can make the playoffs. They could get a top five pick. That'd be good for them. Um, maybe they can get that guy. Nah, they don't need that lefty. I can't think of his name right now. I was thinking of big man because I don't know if Harry Giles is gonna be that center. For, for, There's no uh, good center stuff. So yeah, unless you're gonna get Jay, unless you somehow can get James Wiseman, you might want to get a, a good a dominant three. Yeah. Um, and then maybe yeah, move Harrison Barnes. Put Harrison <laughs> Barnes on a Harrison Barnes should go to a veteran team. Yeah. Give yourself so. another chance to win a ring. You you got paid. Now I think you either accept the bench role or you know find I don't know what contender he would start for. Um, not that he couldn't start for somebody, but I don't well, know who got yeah, a spot for him. Well, right. But. Harrison Barnes goes to a contender next year. Yeah. Um, so in other news, bubble news, Memphis, they didn't get it done. Um, 
they had to win two games against Portland. Portland had to win one. The winner got to go to the um, the winner got to got to get the first round matchup with the Lakers, basically. And Memphis didn't hold up their end of the bargain of the bubble. They went two and seven in the bubble, and they lost this game. But to they Portland. came in as AC. Yeah, they came in as AC, and they lost this game to Portland. And Portland moves on to play the Lakers. I don't really want to discuss Portland. Um, I really kind of want to discuss Memphis more so for the moment. And uh, just about, do they get a pass because they're young? Excuse me. Or do you look at Memphis and, like, like they kind of gave that away? Now, we give them this pass. Jaron Jackson is their second most important player. He is the second best player. And he got hurt, and he was not out there. I'm not giving them the Tyus Jones one. Because I get he's a backup point guard, but they were okay with guard. Ja, ja held it down. Uh, slow mo held it down with the, with the guard play. Right. So does Memphis get a pass because they're young? Did they fump or did they fumble it or is it a little bit of both? I think it's. I, not I, a, I think it's fair to say it's a little bit of both. If that's what. That's why I say I don't think it's a pass, but they do get the excuse that they're young because they did fumble that. But you expect sometimes. No matter how good a young team is playing and how well they're clicking, sometimes it just happens. You just fumble it at the end. Right. And I think that's what happened because they're young and they just couldn't. Because even in the game against Portland, they got they had to leave in the fourth quarter. Yep. And they couldn't get it done again. And the main thing that we said about Memphis, why we say I say they fumbled it. They get a slight pass, but I lean more that they fumbled it because of this. All they had to do is win like four games and not even it's not even pull away where there isn't a playing game, but at least put it where since you came in with the HC, somebody has to beat you twice. Because right. we said coming in, Memphis could beat Portland once. Potentially anybody can win one game. Right. But they weren't gonna beat them twice. And then obviously they come out and they just lose the first game anyway, so it's over. But if they stay keep the AC, they lose a the game, they play again today. Um right. and they they say, hey, beat us two in a row. And now Dame has been on this run. So you know he's getting tired. I mean, he, he, he went from you know, 51, 61, 41, 31. You know, he's he wearing down a little bit. CJ's hurt. Uh, he's playing. So, but he's hurt. But they've they been playing their hearts out to get in the playoffs. They've been getting a hard matchup. We said it was funny. Everybody got the night off the other night while the Nets were playing them like it was <laughs> game seven of the finals. <laughs> like they fight for our play, like yo, yo, y'all in the playoffs, we fighting for it. <laughs> but honestly, everybody on the nets are hurt. So, right. but but the point is, like, you can't lose that position, the leverage of like that's your home court. You got to beat us twice, right? You know what I mean? Right. So, With there being no home court, that is right. your home court. You got to beat us twice, and we get in. I I think Memphis probably would got swept by the Lakers, while Portland has a better chance to win a game, maybe two. Yeah. I think Portland, if they had their whole roster for the whole year. They're not an eight seed? No, they're they're three to six, three to seven, because you know but, how the West is. Right. But they did but you know, they are an HC. I also um, want to shout out Jado. Yeah, right. Excuse at thirty five. Thirty five. Tough first half. Tough first half, eleven points, one assist. And then you go twenty four and seven in the second half. I respect Jai for that. Um you can say he was having fun in the second half. He was just driving down in, in the lane whenever he wanted to. Uh, it was like a layup line for right. him, like getting dunks. And he's an exciting player. You know, my favorite player of all time is Allen Iverson. I think John Morant is he has that Allen Iverson in him. But he, you know, 
they believe in him in Memphis. And Jai takes the right step next year. Oh, you know, we might be talking about him as a top 20 player. Honestly, I think he's an elite for all some people. I'm going to give him his, his credit as being a top point guard. And, and Jai take another step next year. You know, he is up to 28, whatever. They still competing in the West. Mm-hmm. The Hawks are still terrible. <laughs> Does Jai leap for all uh, Trey? That's, that's something uh, for another day. That's something for another right. day. But I'm just saying the potential of Jai. Um, yeah, there's and, definitely potential for him to, like I say, if he asks, if he asked what he's already doing, uh-huh. and then they are competing for the playoffs or even in the playoffs, he definitely, off the top of my head, jumps De'Aaron Fox. Uh-huh. And exactly right. Company, See, right, like them, and and um, it's on Memphis's uh, Memphis's uh, front office to you know you got good young players, but y'all saw y'all was almost in the playoffs this year, so put some good bets around them, right. have a good draft. Right. Y'all can complete for the playoffs. Off the top of your year. head, not the player, but if you're Memphis, what position are you drafting? See, before when I thought they weren't, when I thought they were going to be a high lottery team, I wanted them to get a two because Ja is a scorer, but he's never like a twenty. Not that he never could, but he he. I don't think he should be a twenty-eight point per game type dude. Not even twenty-five. I think Ja at like twenty-one and eleven be cool. So I like I like Anthony Edwards with him adding a scoring guard or whatever. So. Um, because I like Dylan Brooks, I think they needed an elite too. Uh, because Jared Jackson is good as, as as your center, so you need an elite two or an elite three, and there's no elite three in this draft that I know of. So you lean at the two, and that's where you ask me, Edwards. So um, I think um, they need a, a, a two, two or a three. They need a, basically a wing. wing. Yeah, I yeah. feel I feel like Corey Dillon should be there, more of the designated three and D player. Not even just the three and D, but like as I like to classify it now, it's like the ultimate three and D where he can create his own shot off the dribble. He's not just catching and shooting anymore, mm-hmm. but he is out there to defend the best perimeter offensive player. Um, I think I'm, I'm right there with because I think they hold on to Valanciunas for at least another yeah. two years, and that's your center. I definitely um, think he Valanciunas because he's okay with playing those minutes. Yeah, as and then he okay with sitting when he got to, and then yeah. he's skilled so he can shoot. He, he you know he he. He takes the threes also, and he is. But he's not forcing them to right. be like and he is court. an eighteen and eleven player. Like yeah. he, you can that throw, and you can throw the ball down there. That's well. just valuable. Um, valuable. I do like Jared Jackson. It's the second best player at power forward. Right. I think him and John pick and pop, pick and roll. He can run the floor. I haven't seen him really in the post a lot. I more see him shooting jump shots, which his jump shot is ugly, but he knocks it down though. So he, you know, him as the second player, like say Corey Dillon. Um, they like Brandon Clark as coming off the bench as Jaron Jackson's backup. Like Corey or, Dylan. My, um, I mean Dylan Brooks. Brooks. Yeah, Dylan Brooks. Yeah, Dylan Brooks. Yeah, my bad. I didn't really. Morgan. Yeah, I didn't really mean to say Dylan Brooks. I meant to say Brandon Clark. Brandon Clark is. Uh, I, like, I like him there too. Yeah, like you have him in. Like he's a four though. Yeah, but you know when they run the small lineup, they can put Jared at the five. Him at yeah, the four. But play yeah, him Jared play slow mo and you got a great two. Dylan Brooks is nice there. If you got a good two, or even if you got Dylan Brooks and you can put another two with that slow mo spot, you got Kyle Anderson. For those that don't know who slow mo is, shout out to slow mo. Uh, slow mo's game all the way back to when he was number one. He was number one or number two coming out of high school. But Memphis got a potential. It's just, I hope I don't know who the who the GM is. I don't even know who their coach is off the top of my head. Name coach, the coach name is Taylor Jenkins. Taylor Jenkins, that's correct. Yeah. Shout out to Taylor Jenkins. But uh, it's a bright future there. 
just to go to the other team real quick, uh, the Portland Trailblazers. We got Matt said, hold on. We're going to let's uh, take a break for a second, and then we'll come back, and we're going to talk about Portland and uh, kind of what we expect from them in the playoffs, maybe, since we know for a fact it's them. Yeah. And then, uh, Get into our thoughts on the bubble awards. Yeah, no, Seating game, seating game. Seating. <laughs> Embrace the bubble. Right. So we'll be right back. What's going on? It's John W. And Fresh X. And we are the international professional podcasters, the Hoopers. What's going on, players? So we've been at this podcast thing for a minute now. And I'm pretty sure y'all are wondering, man, I don't know if I could be a podcaster, how much would it cost? But using the Anchor app is absolutely free. It's free and it's easy to do. You can record from your phone, you can record on your computer, even on your iPad or whatever you use. So it's super simple. Now you've got it set up, you know that you can do it. You're thinking, man, now how do I get listeners? How do I put it out there? Anchor also provides that for you, considering that they put you on different platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can't be international if people don't hear you. And they also set it up for you where you can make money off of your listeners, but no, no minimum listenership. So all you gotta do, go to anchor.fm. Download the app, and everything you need is right here. So it's us once again, the international professional podcaster, John W. And Fresh X. You are the Hoopers. Peace out, players. So the winning team of the playing game, the Portland Trailblazers. Um, CJ hit him with the, the trainer. The trainer <laughs> moves. I saw the, I watched the slow-mo the NBA put, the uh, slow-mo of the last one. He went, you know, through the legs, behind the back, top double time, top, top of the key. key. Oh yeah, nasty. Shout out to CJ. Yeah. And CJ yeah. played really big down the down the end of the game. Yep. Um, he played better that game than he did against the Brooklyn Nets the game before. Yep. He looked a lot more comfortable out there. He was like, say, he got into his bag and was pulling out all his trainer pro moves. Yep. Melo hit a clutch three at the end of the game. Yeah, that three put it away. Um, Dirk had twenty two and twenty one, I think. Uh-huh. With two blocks, a steal, a couple of assists. I think he had six assists. And um, shout out to Nurk as well, who um, played the grandmother passed of COVID-19 before the game. Oh, so that's – I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I heard that somebody passed, but I didn't know that. Yeah. So, um, so shout out to Nurk for having a big game. Big game. So, dang, he looked good, but he had, you know, he – had 31-6 for 14, I believe, from the field. 14-15. Right. Um, in the end, they finally – it was funny. I kept saying because when Ja started taking off, um, Dan, that's when Dane was handling the ball more and Ja was guarding CJ. I was like, oh, the way you got to work Ja right now to be because you got he's he's on go. So at least if you make him work on defense, he's going to be tired also. So they finally started doing that. And that's when CJ got hot and they started isolating CJ. And he took advantage. He made his shots. Ja couldn't guard him, obviously, because CJ is a, an elite player. He's really good. And CJ stepped up to the challenge, and you know he made some big shots. So those last two moves were crazy, but uh, it was interesting to see that they did that, and they was they really sticked out that matchup. Uh, even when they started trying to put Dylan Brooks on them, they just went to the pick and made uh, uh, everything. Everything's an instant switch now. Yeah, right. So, um, it, it it was it was good to see CJ step up though for them, and. So with that said, they got the Lakers now, and um, I think it could be a good. It's gonna be a good matchup uh, because for one, Portland is an experienced team. Mm-hmm. They have players that can match up well with the Lakers. 
Lakers guard play is gonna have to be really good. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, like I think Portland has the I don't know if Zach Collins is gonna play, but being able to have Nurk and have Whiteside and then you still got Melo, um, who's gonna go right at Anthony Davis and even at LeBron is really helpful for them. So um I think overall they match up really pretty well with the Lakers. And I, I wouldn't be surprised like they if, if they win six, they can win two games. Yeah, I, right. If Zach Collins is, we do need him because he is our most, their most mobile big man, the most athletic. Like Hassan Whiteside is big, but he doesn't really move his feet well. Nurk is good. He has good footwork, but he doesn't really have quick feet to really go against Anthony Davis. But I think um, Gabriel uh, played pretty, been playing pretty good, especially filling in for Zach Collins in those spot minutes. Right. And he's more of an athletic big who can. Not necessarily guard or contain Anthony Davis, but he can move well with him. So maybe you get him calling some traps on offense in the post with him. Um, I think our defense, the defense is going to have to be a little bit better. A lot better. Like, terrible they have been making plays at the end of games, but it's, yep. you have to make plays and play defense consistently throughout the whole game. Right. But to your point, I don't think the Lakers right now have anybody that can guard CJ or Dane, especially Dane, the way he's been playing lately. Maybe Danny Green because it's a bigger body, but I don't think Danny Green is going to be able to stay in front of him, especially coming off um, pick and rolls with Nurk. And then after that, I don't think Javel McGee is going to do well in open space with him. Right. And I like Portland's lineup that they've been running with uh, Gary Trent out there, using Dane, CJ, Gary Trent, Mello, and Nurk. Right. Um, that's a, that lineup really effective because Gary Trent, you know, he, I like the fact that he's not afraid to shoot even when his shot's not falling. He, uh, he never hesitates for his shots. And he can play better defense, but when he locks in, he's a, he's a good defender. Right. So that's a good lineup. So I think I, it's, I don't expect it to go seven, but if it went seven, just a far out chance I can see Portland winning. Yeah. I don't think it'll go that at all. No. So I'm definitely picking the Lakers 100%. But if it went seven. No, I definitely, I, got, I also have the Lakers. I got the Lakers at six. But if it goes seven yeah. with no true home court advantage, and Portland having two players who can close out games, really three, really four, because you can get Nurk some touches in the last five minutes and he can get you a bucket. Not saying that's what his role is, but you do have three players who you know. Make them guard. Make them guard. Right. But you do have Melo who you know can make shots and create his own shots. CJ, we just seen him do it. You've seen Dame do it. Yeah, so, who, who's going, who guards Melo from the like? So Pro- probably bro. He's not gonna be on Dame or CJ. So. Probably the bro. Maybe Danny Green, uh, Anthony Davis, probably a little bit in on position. Danny Green, he's shooting right over Danny Green. So, um, so yeah, it appears. I'm guessing it'll probably be LeBron. I can't wait to see uh, that matchup. Um, the playoff game. I know they they should be starting up tomorrow. Actually, right. um, let me pull up the first game for you. Yes, first game for tomorrow. Utah plays. At 1.30, Utah got the Nuggets. Uh, uh, Utah's going to be without Mike Conley. He left uh, for the birth of his son. So we'll see how that works out. Would you leave? Because you know you're not going to be gone long. You're just there right. for the birth. And now you're still going to have to miss more, another game because you're going to have to I quarantine for a week or so. I wouldn't leave. I don't think I would leave. And if it was the NBA Finals, I definitely wouldn't leave. But I don't think I would leave just knowing 
Uh, I don't know what's the procedure if he's going to have to quarantine three days or seven days when he come back, but I, I understand why he left, but I don't think I would. Um, the second game, all these games on ESPN also, by the way, if you care about that. Uh, but the second game, Brooklyn and Toronto. You giving Brooklyn a chance to win one game? Yeah, against Toronto. Yes, without having a just like I don't believe in Siakam like that. And I don't believe in him. I know he can hoop. He's not a just a bona fide starter. Toronto plays really well, and that's why they're gonna win the series. I love Frank but I can see Brooklyn winning a game just because yeah, they, they play game. really yeah, hard. Yeah, really hard. Yeah, they they can win a game. Get Jack Butler head coaching job. Uh, Six thirty, you get Philly and Boston. Um, no Ben Simmons, of course. But you got Ryan in Philly. I think right. Joel Embiid's gonna play big. Boston has absolutely no one to guard him. So uh, at least with Boston's kind of guards, you have Thibault that can guard some people, and you see how Tobias and Jason Richardson. But you got him. I, I think they go seven, honestly. Got Philly and seven. Yeah, I got Philly and seven. Philly goes seven. When is Gordon Hayward gonna be out? Because he's all, he's also said that he's gonna. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not even sure. I don't know if it, it even would be a first round if it was more of a second round thing, yeah. but I'm not sure. But I think I expect Joel to play really big, and I'm hoping Tobias really steps up. So right. really steps up. 25 at the minimum. And the last game of the night, which I'm definitely going to be talking about that one, Dallas and the Clippers. Um, this is one where I can see Dallas steals game one. I got the Clippers in six. But I can see Dallas still in game one. Luka just come out crazy. Yeah. Uh, Luka plays well. Tim Hardaway could definitely – Tim Hardaway that could definitely have a really good Tim Hardaway game. Yes, yeah, Or he Hallie could come out and have a really bad Tim Hardaway <laughs> yeah. game. And I think that will be him – him and Seth will be the factors. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so he can go either way. So I definitely uh, – I'm picking the Clippers in six. Yeah, I got the Clippers in six. Yeah, I got Clippers in six. I, I can see Dallas winning game one. Um, yeah, so I got Clippers in six. I got Philly in seven. That Utah-Denver series, I think I'm taking Denver in six. I Denver five. I want to say five, too. I, I got them in five just for the fact that, like, say, Conley is Mike Conley is going to have to probably going to have to miss to seven. Probably get Conley Yeah, like he's going to miss multiple games. But I think him missing one game can get them out of that series. I play better without him. He sucked this year, right. but I think him missing one. I think him missing one game because that you're already um, out. Big brother bogey. Mm-hmm. Now who's your second leader scorer? Then yeah, he's not, yeah, both, yeah, he's not playing. Never mind. So, I got I got Denver in five. So that can really. I forgot play. he wasn't playing. So now your rotation is really, you know, effective. Big, yeah, that's a big deal because they they run offense. ISO offensive sets for him because he can get his own bucket and he can kind of create. But yeah, yeah, I definitely I got I got the Raptors. I got Raptors in five. Yeah, I got them in five. Yeah. Brooklyn will get one. They're going to get up out of there. So that's all the games for tomorrow, though. We got four. It's going to be, you know, like that. There's games every day this week. Four okay. games every night. Okay. So, I'll get the um, show with. <laughs> right. And, you know, they, they are really going to be moving. And these games are all starting, you know, about one. And they go into – so who, we got, so, who we got Tuesday? Oh, uh, yeah. We'll run through the Tuesday games real quick. Tuesday, these are all on TNT. Orlando yeah. and the Bucks, 130. I'm, uh, I'm taking the Bucks to sweep that. Straight on sweep? Sweep. They should sweep that. If all the right. Bucks want me to bleed, they go into the finals. Get rid of them. All right. Uh, Miami, Indiana. Who you got? I'm taking. 
I'm not gonna I'll lie. Take, I, I won't take Indiana, but they if, missing players that I really wish they had. It's about if if Victor Depot was playing like he wanted to be there, because I don't think he want to be there anymore. I'm saying that. And him. if Sabonis was was healthy and playing, I would pick Indiana in seven. But because of that, I'm picking Miami in five, six. Yeah, I got my. I take Miami in five. Unless TJ Warren just really come alive again and Miles Turner pick it up and. Justin Holiday can find the shot. I got Miami at seven, six. My bad. Yeah, I take Miami five. But then the six thirty game, OKC versus Houston. I got Houston at five. I got Houston at five. I I, I, kind of want. I got Houston. Houston not playing at least three games. Nobody old OKC is as good as James Harden, so I got Houston at five. Chris Paul's revenge. He's not good enough. OKC at seven. They're not good enough. I think Houston should get rid of them in four. James Harden's going to average 32, 6, and 6. And 32 ain't nothing. Yeah, it's 34 during the regular season. Oh, my bad. James 36. 36 a game. 9 yeah. 9. And give 5 1 first round victory. Shout out to Justin. Right. In the night game, you got uh, Portland taking on the Lakers. Yeah, I got Lakers in six. Yeah. It's so. a shame to say that. First game. Uh, I think the Lakers probably they take game one. Um, Portland's been playing like crazy last few games. They might be that Portland's gonna be either really good game one or they might be really bad. They haven't had, I don't feel like they've had a day off. Yeah, exactly. It's so it's like they played all their last five games like every day. Right. But luckily for them, they didn't play the day they won't play tomorrow, then they'll play Tuesday. Yeah. So they Portland could steal that game. Um I think if they want to make it competitive, they have to steal it. Yeah. So I'm taking the Lakers in six though. Mm. Okay. And uh, I guess the only thing after that is uh, it's just officially naming the bubble. Yeah. And um, so the bubble, the season game, we're not calling it that. We well, actually, they bubble. did for the for the MVP. They did call it bubble MVP. Yeah, because Dame was Dame Lillard was the unanimous bubble MVP. The second unanimous. I'm not gonna call that second unanimous <laughs> MVP ever. Which, uh, um, I didn't think he would be unanimous. I figured Devin Booker would get a lot of first place votes. I think after they finish. In the eighth, yeah, that puts like because that they was finished ninth. Sometimes that matters. Yeah, I mean, we both playing good, but I made sure we got there. And but shout out to Devin. Even though Booker was playing good and Phoenix was playing good, Booker was going thirty five and getting twenty seven. Dane was going fifty and sixty and forty. So. I, think, I guess I think that six the sixty one against the Mavericks is what did it. Honestly, I think yeah. that's what got him to MVP. Yeah. But speaking of Phoenix, shout out to uh, Monty Williams who won the seeding game, coach of the year. Yeah. Leading Phoenix to an eight and playoff. Not playoff, my bad. Seeding game record. Hopefully they can carry some of his momentum into the offseason and the training camp and come out and get make playoffs next year. Use DeAndre Ayton. That's all I see. If you're Phoenix, what are you dra- what position are you drafting? Some that compliments DeAndre Ayton and Devin Booker. Phoenix has a decent little core that Cam Johnson is solid. Bridges like Mikael Bridges. He brand Kelly you bring back. Yeah, I, if they, I wish they had him during the bubble games. But yeah, Brand Kelly back. Who was Kelly? He was hurt. Oh, yeah. oh, that's why Cam Johnson started. Like, yeah. Okay. But Brent Kelly had a great year for them this year. Yeah, he makes sense yeah. on that team. Like yeah. he, Kelly Oubre, even though he is a three, I feel like he's better. He at yeah, he's a star. He should be a star for. Yeah, he's better as a super runner. Brand back Rubio, Devin Booker. Bridges, Kelly Oubre, DeAndre Ayton. That's your starting line. I think I don't know if they're gonna be in a position for one of the better point guards, but they need to draft them. Draft a young point guard, bring back Rubio. But still get bring back Rubio. And um the only good thing was the all bubble team. It was um, first team was 
Dame, Devin, James Harden, okay. Luca, and TJ Warren. Right. Hey, was it Luca and TJ Warren? TJ Warren was first team, I believe. He definitely first team. I think Jokic was first team. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm not gonna lie. I was surprised they put three guards on there, though. Regardless, I, that's the whole reason why I didn't pick James Harden. I didn't think they would put three guards. I knew Dame was gonna make it regardless. I figured Devin Booker would get that because yeah, the uh, first team was Dame, James Harden, Luca, Devin Booker, T.J. Warren. Second team: Giannis, Kawhi, Kevin Burt, Michael Porter Jr. Perhaps Porzingis. I had Michael Porter on my first team, but I had Porzingis on my first team, but uh. Yeah, I was. I mean, no Sanders on the team. Actually, picked four guards. Yeah, no Sanders. Dang, Jane Harden, Luka, and Devin Booker. Tia Warren is a three. So, um, I think they got it right overall. Uh, I don't. I don't really know if I would have put Karis Levert on there. But who you taking off Karis Levert? Mellow. Mellow. Okay. Easily mellow. And then the old. I think they did all bubble Ricky team as well. Did they? I think so. I'm pretty sure it was um, uh, that, that ja, one, Michael Porter, that Zion. I don't know. Who the rookies? I don't even know any rookies. Um, ja, Zion, Michael Porter. Cam Johnson, Cam Johnson, Cam Johnson. Yeah, he a rookie. Huh? Yeah. yeah, he played with uh, Kobe White. Yeah, I know it. I expected him to say. And Dort, I can't pronounce his last <laughs> name from OK OKC. Well, Dort is his last name. Number five for OKC. Uh, I don't really know about the All Rookie Team. I don't yeah, think he was needed in the yeah. bowl. But I agree with the, the bowl teams. They both are solid to me. First and second team. Agree with MVP and the coach. So shout out to the bubble. I can't wait for the playoffs to get started. And in your opinion, do you think first question, do you think the playing game was successful and what the NBA wanted? And second, would you consider bringing it back? Yes and yes. I think the playing game should be added to uh uh the season next year. Um it just made me think about like the year when Phoenix won forty eight and you know, when teams just compete like that in the West, if you went in a certain amount of games, just do a little play in, and that's your way of adding a couple more games, a couple more incentives for teams to be a little more competitive too. You won't necessarily get in, but you got you got a chance. I mean, so why not add that that play in game? But I think you know you keep it where you got to be within a couple games, yeah, yeah, like how in, game. like how in the East it was no. You don't just get a playing game. You got to be within the game. Right, you got to earn. You know I mean, Washington didn't get a playing game, and then if it's a situation where it's teams where there are multiple teams tied, they all should get a playing game. I mean, if it's like, like let's say if Memphis and I mean San Antonio, Memphis, Portland, and uh, Phoenix all had the same record. Listen, somebody has to have a tiebreaker or all of them. Somebody has to have a tiebreaker though. Right, but if they, I mean, if they got a tiebreaker, they're within the same record. You still could just, you know, give them a little seed and the higher one get to play in, and that's how you. Oh, the high, oh yeah, because yeah. you know Memphis play Portland, and Phoenix play San Antonio, and boom, San Antonio plays Memphis, they get the eight seed, and there you go. Now a follow up question, there real quick: Do you think the players would go for that and still play eighty two games, or do you think they would want 
Yeah, because that sense of position to play out. So the whole thing is you want to be competitive. So, all right, this your chance for the lower team. The only thing that's going to make the league more competitive, I, I mean, is just the teams at the bottom that's trying to make the playoffs. Give them something more to play for, I guess. Um, then within some games, you can go to the playoffs and compete. And that's more exposure. That's playoff experience for your young players. That's more games for the league, more TV games. Everybody wins, honestly. And we talked about getting rid of the preseason. Um, we can talk about that on the next episode. Getting rid of preseason and incorporating a worldwide tournament, which I know Al Silver want to do. So he should tune in. Like, you know, I'm going to send this to him. NBA AAU season. NBA AAU season. But the playing game was successful. I think it was what they wanted. So do it again. Especially with the game being as good as it was. Yeah, the game was. It was really, really, really entertaining. Especially the second half. Second half was really good. Okay, that's it for this one. You got anything else? Oh, it was yeah. a lot of birthdays this week. I know it was on um, Magic Johnson birthday. Uh, Chad, yeah, definitely. Uh, Happy birthday to the second best basketball player of all time, Magic Johnson. It was a lot of birthdays this week. It's like about a few of them. But now I don't have anything else. You had anything else? Uh? No, that's it. Shout out to Ireland as always. Shout out to the <laughs> Netherlands. <laughs> Um, shout out to Japan, Australia, Austria, Austria, Nepal, Nepal, Germany, Hong Kong. Shout out to everyone that helps us be international professional podcasters. Um, so a lot of new listeners and everything like that. Appreciate everyone. Follow the Instagram, Cooper's underscore pod, Twitter. What's the Twitter? Hoopers Pod. Yeah, the Hoopers Pod. Yeah. And, uh, well, at Hoopers Pod. Yeah. Follow the Instagram for our basketball highlights and other basketball highlights. And I promise you, we got more and more amazing content coming soon, visual content. And it's just going to continue to get better. I know I'm John W. It's Fresh Hicks. We are the Hoopers. Oh, and RIP Kobe. <laughs> <laughs>